The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Nancy Grace is coming to Fox Nation. I want justice. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace premieres March 9th only on Fox Nation. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services estimates between 240 and 325,000. That's half a million to 325,000 children are at risk for sex trafficking. Children who are often deemed to be, quote, runaways are not runaways. They have been put into sex trafficking. Look around you. I know it's hard to believe. When I first heard it, I poo-pooed it myself. But it's real. I'm sounding the alarm. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Some of my favorite hobbies are collecting porcelain dolls and um, playing soccer, of course. JS grew up in a typical middle-class home with a great family. I was a, a happy kid. I did sports, played musical instruments, violin, piano. I was really kind of like the jack of all trades, wanted to do everything. I was really happy. <laughs> At 15 years old, she started to fall behind in one of her classes. Scared to show her parents her report card, she made a plan. I ran away, got on a city bus, never done that. Didn't even know how city buses worked. And I was like, everything's fine. She made her way to a homeless shelter where she met a young woman who promised to help take care of her. The two went to a party where she was raped. Before that party, she was a virgin. I wanted to keep my innocence for like a, a special person and like I, I wasn't able to. Our friends at NBC, that child was then, that teen girl, forced into child sex trafficking. You know, when I hear the phrase sex trafficking, I think of some uh, foreign country, a third world nation where children and women don't have any rights, but that's not true. This is happening right here in our beloved country. Michelle Terry 
um, who has now created a business of skincare, vegan luxury skincare, and is devoting part of her profits to stop sex trafficking. You know, it's so easy, Michelle Terry, to turn the other way and go, oh, that's terrible. Or say a quick prayer or have a good thought. Oh, you know, I wish I could do something about it. What can I do? Nothing. You saw the same thing that people see and hear every day. And you decided to do something about it. Why? Well, I was I was taught my mother raised me to always help the less fortunate or people that are in trouble and, and need help. So um, I don't have any daughters. I have two sons, um, but I do have two granddaughters and 10 nieces, 10 nieces. And I, I couldn't imagine one of them being um, sex trafficked or just kidnapped off the streets and missing forever. Um, so with that, you know, my family is everything to me. And just to see the reports on TV of people just being missing mass numbers of women and children, um, it just breaks my heart. It just truly breaks my heart. So I wanted to give back. I've always been the type of person to give back and to help the homeless, uh, the less fortunate. And so I wanted to help. I wanted to do something. Um, about this. And again, a portion of the profits will go back to a local organization here in Atlanta to help the girls get back on their feet after they're rescued. And we have a lot of nonprofit organizations here um, helping the children and women. You know, Michelle, my twins are 12. And it hurts me to say that because I think of them as my little babies. Some of these girls are their age when they are sex trafficked. Daryl Cohen, you have, I know, one gorgeous girl, and you have more. At 12, to think, you know, we weren't allowed to say this to a jury because juries cannot be put in opening or closing arguments in the shoes of the victim. You can't say that. It's objectionable, possibly reversible. But we're not in court. What about it, Daryl Cohen? Can you even imagine your girl sex trafficking 15 men a day, raping her at that young age? It just, it makes me, it makes my stomach hurt, Daryl. Nancy, my youngest is 18. And yes, she is an adult as far as the law is concerned, but she's still a kid. And then if you extrapolate and bring her by any of the kids, any of these young girls to eight or 10 or 12, this is worse than a violent crime. It's insidious. It's horrendous. And I will tell you that in my view, the penalties are not even close to what they need to be for these sex traffickers. And it's normally a he when he gets or they are apprehended and prosecuted. They need to be so violated personally. They need to have their entire lives taken from them and they need to be incarcerated 
for the rest of their lives because what they have done to these young girls will never, ever be, they will never be a girl again. They will always have this in their mind. Their bodies may heal, but their minds will never, ever heal from this. It's more than I can ever imagine. And yes, you're right. If something happens to my girls, as much as I'm a lawyer, as much as I'm a former prosecutor, that person or persons better get out of the way. Listen. We took a ride along with police. In one case, officers found the 14-year-old staying in a vacant house. He hadn't eaten a meal in three days. Those are the types of kids that we're dealing with in this, and it's really sad. Once recovered, the next step is to ask a series of questions to find out if they were sex trafficking victims. Who did they stay with? Uh, did somebody pay for, you know, pay for them to stay somewhere? Did they do favors for them? Did they give them drugs? Officials tell us one in six runaways get involved in sex trafficking. By finding them, it not only saves their life, but it could lead police to the traffickers. In less than a day, law officials recovered more than 100 missing kids from Wayne County. Of those, three sex trafficking cases have opened. If we can do this more often, hopefully we won't have this big of a problem. National Human Trafficking Hotline, 888-373-7888. If you think you know something, 888-373-7888. Michelle Terry, this is a regular person like you and me who has taken it upon herself to make a difference in this world. Michelle Terry is with me. She is a nanny, and she is now devoting part of her income to stop child sex trafficking. Michelle Terry, tell me about your product line. I'm, I'm really interested. I never thought I would connect skin products to helping save children and abused women. Um, yes, Nancy. I created this line um, first for women or people with anxiety and depression because of the essential oils that I use in the products are all 100% natural, and it's a mood lifter to help you feel better um, and to be in a happier, peaceful place. And with that, I said, you know, with this crazy world with these kids being missing, especially here in Atlanta, I wanted to give back, and I've always wanted to give back um, with anything that I have been affiliated with. So I decided to give a portion of the profits. The skincare products, um, one is a sugar scrub. The sugar scrub will exfoliate the dead skin off of the body. Michelle, the body Michelle, I had never heard of a sugar scrub until my daughter Lucy told me about it and tried to rub it on me, which I let her once I knew what she was doing. And guess what, Michelle? You inspired her because she made her own the other night and was rubbing it on all of us. So what, <laughs> t tell me, what you've got sugar scrub. What else are your products? So we have the body butter, and the body butter is 100% all natural, and it uh, the scent is sandalwood. And again, it creates a happiness, a well-being, feeling good. It's a creamy, rich, silky butter, and you put on top of the skin, and it leaves your skin very hydrating and moisturizing. So you have sugar scrub, you have body butter, and what else do you have? I have two candles, Nancy. One is one is lemongrass, and the other one is patchouli vanilla musk. Mm. They are very beautiful. They're well scented, 
and they're, they make really great gifts. And tell me again, how do I find it? You can find it on Facebook, Wellness Now 101, um, and my Shopify page, and Instagram, Wellness Now 101. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. For one girl, an interaction online led to five days of horror. David Goins is live in Azel tonight. David, you talked to employees at a KFC who actually helped that young girl. Both of them told me, quote, we didn't do anything special, but Azel police tonight say their quick actions and accurate suspect description help get that girl back to safety. Shannon Cates and Lindsay Cedillo said someone walked into their Azel KFC store before they opened Monday. She was shaking and could barely talk. She looked up and I seen all the blood and she said, help me, please help me. And she kept looking and she goes, please help me. He's going to get me. He's going to find me. Please help me. I ran from next door. He's next door. Hazel police say 24-year-old Diamond Marquise Williams met the teenager on Snapchat and then kidnapped her from her Fort Worth home, forcing the girl to tell her parents she was okay and staying with friends and then held her for five days. So on Monday, when Williams went inside this pawn shop next door, the girl ran to Lindsay and Shannon. They locked the door, called 911, and kept the girl close. Diamond Woods is charged with aggravated kidnapping and aggravated sexual assault of a child tonight. The Azel police chief tells me their investigation into Williams is far from over and that more charges are possible. A parent's worst nightmare. A young girl meets a guy on Snapchat, is lured and held a hostage for five days, being sex assaulted the entire time. And I'm looking at Diamond Marquis Williams. I'm telling you what, if I saw that in an alley, I would run the other way, much less let my children get lured in. But here's the kicker. You don't know what's happening. It's all happening online. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us. You were just hearing our friends at WFAA in Azel, Texas. That was Cynthia Segarra and David Goyne. She lived thanks to Kentucky Fried Chicken employees. They locked the doors and called 911. But how many children, how many girls, how many tweens never make it home? As a matter of fact, take a listen to this. Investigators say this is Marilio Hernandez Valle. Instead of being the teenager he said he was, he's 27 years old and charged with raping an 11-year-old girl he met on Snapchat. Oh. Police say Hernandez Valle went back and forth with the girl on Snapchat for a couple of months. Then detectives say he took an Uber from Tacoma to her house in SeaTac where he sexually assaulted her. A devastating crime, her mom was willing to talk to us but asked us not to reveal her identity. And I think he knows how to manipulate and uh, say the right things, twist the stories, and lie repeatedly. And there's more kids that would fall for it, and I wouldn't want that on anybody. Investigators say the girl's mom came home from work on August 28th and found Hernandez Valle hiding behind some luggage in a bedroom. She held the door closed, called 911, and waited for officers to arrest him. I didn't want this man to take advantage of my daughter to have an opportunity to do it again or hurt her in some other way or make life harder than it is already. Can you even imagine coming home and there's a grown man hiding in your home who has lured your 11-year-old child on Snapchat, takes an Uber to the home, and sex assaults the little girl? That was our friend Allison Grande at KIRO7. That was in SeaTac, Washington. 
We've gone from Texas now to Washington. Your backyard may be the next spot. Joining me right now, a colleague and a friend, the CMO Chief Marketing Officer, Chief Parenting Officer. I like that name. I'm going to give that name to myself. Titania Jordan. Titania, you and I had a really long talk where I revealed to you my love for bark. Bark, as in woof, woof. It's, it's what bark is. Um, it's a program. I have it on my phone. My husband has it, and it's connected to all my children's devices. What does it seek to prevent? Oh, my gosh, Nancy. Um, you know, the fact that we are able to keep over 4.2 million children safer across the nation because they're spending upwards of eight hours a day online. Whoa, and, and whoa, 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 wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Eight hours a day online. Wait a minute. Dr. Free has helped me out there. You are pediatric emergency medicine. Eight hours a day online? I don't think the Petty Mom podcast would like that very much. <laughs> that is um, not only the truth, but you have to keep in mind that that's the average, meaning that there's a, a lot of kids who are actually spending even more time online. So that includes after school, even in school a lot of times. And oftentimes these kids are spending a good portion of their night instead of sleeping online on their phones. Um, so yeah, it's a really, really scary number that um, really risks a lot of damage to the kids in lots of different ways. Even outside of what we're talking about today, um, there's a lot of repercussions to spending that much time in front of a screen. Eight hours a day. Okay. Uh Titania Jordan, CMO at Bark. I'm sorry, I interrupted you with that that stunning number, eight hours a day. That's how pervs and predators are getting them. 100%. They're on eight hours a day for Pete's sake. Go ahead. Yeah, no, and I'm so thankful for for Dr. Freehess um, putting putting a pin in the fact that that's the average. There are children that are actually online more. And what's pretty um, staggering is the time uh, that transpires for online predators uh, to groom children now. It used to be when the internet didn't exist, the relationship between pedophiles and children, it would take months sometimes to evolve into one of danger. Mm -hmm. Now it's, it's seconds, it's minutes. It goes from a hi from a man in a DM, that's a direct message, to a nude photo or video in literally a matter of seconds. Listen. The common denominator in all my sextortion child exploitation cases is that when the parent allows the, you to char them to charge their devices in their rooms at night, you're sleeping. They shut the door so you can't hear them. It's not a matter of talking. It's typing, reading, and performing. With apps like the Chromebook they get from school going in to get Google Hangouts, Uvu, Omegle, Skype, House Party. These are video chat sites that our kids are using. And there are two to six people in that chat room while they're in their bedroom. Okay. Detective Rich Wastocki, child crime expert, president of Be Sure Consulting. Yes, ma'am. I've seen a lot, but you're hitting a nerve right now mm -hmm. with my children, mm -hmm. uh, my, my twins. Go ahead. Tell me what you're talking about. So in my career, I've arrested uh, over 300 predators in my career. So when a parent allows their child to charge their device in their rooms at night, the child feels safe. The inhibitions are lowered and they feel like they can do and say anything and nobody's going to touch them because when i teach my kids they think that the things that i'm talking to them about happen somewhere else well it doesn't 
when we talk about Fortnite, Roblox, Minecraft, games that they play, the average internet predator has 250 victims in their lifetime. They have a device in their rooms. They know that numerous kids are doing that, and they wait till late at night till the parents go to sleep to talk to your child. I want to go back to, to Tanya Jordan, CMO Chief Marketing Officer, Chief Parenting Officer at Bark. How do predators get in and meet your children on, for instance, Minecraft, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok? How does it work, Tanya? Oh, Nancy, we would need hours, uh, but I'll try to make it as concise as possible. So many children are lonely or don't know better or their parents have not been comfortable enough with having those conversations with, the, with them to, to let them know that these people who you might think are your friends, who you might think are your same age online, are actually adults with bad intentions. Guys, Nancy Grace here. We are heading straight into breaking crime and justice news. But first, how can you keep yourself and your children safe? I have investigated and prosecuted literally thousands of felony cases. I have covered literally thousands of cases of missing people, adults and children, unsolved homicides, violent crimes. After all the cases, after speaking to all the victims, all the police, all the witnesses over years, what can we do about it? I don't want to just sit back and report on it. I want to take action. And I know you must feel the same way. You don't want to just hear about crime. You want to do something about it and do something to stop it. And here is the news. Don't be a victim. Fighting back against America's crime wave, a brand new book. After interviewing literally hundreds of crime victims and police, we put our knowledge into Don't Be a Victim. This book is for everyone who wants to stay safe or who wants to keep your loved ones safe. CrimeOnline.com, pre-order now and know that portions of our proceeds goes to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Letty Serrano was just 15. She celebrated her quinceanera in May, a typical high school student with a loving family. I mean, she was a great girl, good student, friendly, loved her puppies. But on Saturday, she ended her own life. A life, it turns out, was not typical. Letty was a sex trafficking victim, according to her loved ones. She disappeared two years ago at age 13. They say she was drugged and sold. And even after they found her near the bayou at Moody Park and brought her home, she was not the same. We got her back uh, damaged. Her father told us she was his life. He's broken. She loved him. He loved her. He is destroyed, he said. It is too painful, and he wants justice. They want to raise awareness. They want people to know how prevalent sex trafficking is in Houston, how Letty is a cautionary tale that the pain of what happened never goes away. I feel like I let her down. I feel like I let her down. Uh, I don't know. I just feel I should have. I don't know. You are hearing Letty's godmother, Cynthia Rivera. Our friends at ABC 13 Houston, that was Tom Abrahams talking about this beautiful girl 
Letty. At age 13, Letty was kidnapped, drugged, and raped and put into sex trafficking. She was ultimately rescued, but too late. At just 15 years old, after what she had lived through, Letty commits suicide. To CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter Levi Page. Levi, how did this little girl, just 13, that's only about a year and a half older than my Lucy and John David, end up drugged, raped, and sold into sex trafficking in America? Yes, this is in Houston, Texas, Nancy, and she was 13 years old attending Marshall Middle School. And in 2017, you know, she was a high-achieving student, very very nice young woman, and she ended up in sex trafficking at school. That's where she met up with this person, and her family found her in an abandoned home after looking for her for days, and they say that she had never been the same since she had been abducted, since she had been drugged, and sex trafficked. Joining me right now, uh, renowned trial lawyer Penny Douglas for Penny You and I have seen it firsthand, and the number one hub for child sex trafficking is the Atlanta airport, the number one hub in the U.S. Penny, people think it's not happening here. It's happening here. Nancy, it's happening everywhere, and we have failed as a country because she came out so damaged. There's no fun for victims. There's no uh, national health care so she can go and get care. And if she doesn't have any access to any kind of psychological treatment or psychiatric treatment, it gets worse. Over time, it gets worse. You can imagine how this child feels after going through that. We have to do something to make sure we have something for victims so that they can get the treatment they need. Otherwise, there'll be more suicide. To Adam Cheney, co-founder of Elijah Rising, you can find it at ElijahRising.org. Adam Cheney, weigh in. The guest that just spoke is exactly right. This is happening everywhere. Uh, sex trafficking has existed in the United States forever. Um, and I, we work here in Houston, um, and it is, it's, it's everywhere. I mean, it's, it's in every neighborhood. Uh, it looks like every demographic in terms of uh, age, socioeconomic status, um, skin tone, all the above. Um, and so, unfortunately, Letty's story is far more common than most people realize. Um, and, I mean, it, it's an epidemic. At Elijah Rising, we say, you know, there's no such thing as a red light district anymore. Uh, we've got red light cities. We've got red light, um, you know, counties. <clears throat> it's happening everywhere. And, uh, and it, it's tragic. It, it's absolutely tragic. And there does need to be more outcry. There does need to be more awareness. And that's what we're doing at Elijah Rising is trying to do that and provide the long-term care that survivors need. Because your previous guest is exactly right. Without long-term trauma-informed care in a resident-based system with professional uh, mental health care and physical health care, survivors do not have an opportunity uh, to become whole again. It's it's the biggest gap in this issue is providing that long-term trauma-informed care. This little girl, Letitia, uh, known by her family as Letty, had just celebrated her 15th birthday party with a, a lavish quinceanera party with a ruby red princess ball gown, roses, a dessert bar put on by her family. I'm looking at the pictures of her at the party right now. 
But then shortly after that, Letty locked herself in the bathroom and committed suicide as her dad desperately tried to get in touch with her and reach her. By the time he opened the door, it was too late, and she died in her father's arms. This is a direct result of her being drugged, kidnapped, and raped at age 13 and sold into sex trafficking. To Ashley Kelly, licensed clinical social worker whose expertise is child abuse and sex trafficking, weigh in, Ashley. Yeah, unfortunately, like like the others have said, this is not uncommon. Um, in fact, 13 is the average age of entry for sex trafficking in this country. Um, we're doing a lot of research out here in Phoenix and in Las Vegas um, in recruiting techniques and um, different things like that to, to try to combat and prevent this from happening from kids to kids like Letty, unfortunately. Take a listen to Voice of America's Carolyn Prezzuti. It started when Kate was in the ninth grade. Her abductor, Luis, who has never been charged in this case, was enrolled at her high school. He was 21 years old. She was 14. The first thing he ever said when he messaged me on Facebook before I was high or anything was, you have beautiful eyes. Kate fell in love. At night, Luis would knock on her bedroom window and sneak her out to parties. But one night, she didn't come home. I was with all these old men. But all I saw was they thought I was pretty. They gave me attention. I remember blacking out. Some things are st still really blurry to this day. Um, had lots of bruises and lots of internal damage. Later, she learned Luis was a member of MS-13, a vicious Central American gang. Barely a teenager, Kate was being drugged with heroin and PCP and sold for sex to make money for the gang. Children across our country being recruited, transported, harbored, used for production of child pornography, which is traded over and over and over on the dark web. Then the child is put into child trafficking. These boys and girls are traded like they're pawns for sex trafficking. The biggest child pornography ring on the dark web has just been busted. It spans multiple countries, South Korea, Great Britain, of course, the U.S. The website was called Welcome to Video, and we know that multiple people Potentially, 337 users in 12 different countries have been arrested. Now, according to court filings, Welcome to Video's website was seized back in 2018. And then the authorities discovered a quarter of a million unique, which means separate, video files linked to keywords like pedophile. As a result of this, 23 children have been rescued across the U.S., and this is according to the Justice Department. You wonder what's happening to these children that are taken, that are, go missing. You see a missing child flyer. You never hear what happened to this one, what happened to that one. This, it's what's happening to them. Listen. She thought she might die, though one day a man took pity on her and helped her escape. There wasn't even time for her to put her shoes on before she snuck out of the house and ran for her life. She made it to a police station for help, and officers took her to a hospital. While she escaped the basement, Kate did not escape prostitution. The pimp, who she had been kidnapped from, learned she was there and took her home with him. 
Stories like hers are more common than you might think here in America. It happens to men, women, and children. The National Human Trafficking Hotline reports about 13% of requests for help come from males. Modern-day slavery and human trafficking still exist very much all throughout our country and our world. Cage traffickers sold her in communities up and down the East Coast. Her slavery ended with an arrest in Pennsylvania. stories with Nancy Grace. We took a ride along with police. In one case, officers found the 14-year-old staying in a vacant house. He hadn't eaten a meal in three days. Those are the types of kids that we're dealing with in this, and it's really sad. Officials tell us one in six runaways get involved in sex trafficking. By finding them, it not only saves their life, but it could lead police to the traffickers. In less than a day, law officials recovered more than 100 missing kids from Wayne County. Of those, three sex trafficking cases have opened. If we can do this more often, hopefully we won't have this big of a problem. Well, it hasn't been done. That's WXYZ TV there in Detroit. To Kim Chekai from the National Trafficking Sheltered Alliance, the Samaritan Women Institute for Shelter Care, people don't believe it. It was hard for me to accept it. It's real. It's happening now. Hundreds of thousands of sex trafficking victims right under our noses, and they're so afraid to say anything. We pass them. We see them in, in nail salons and massage parlors. They're, they're there. They're on the streets. These children were in a vacant house, hadn't eaten for three days, beaten. Kim Chekai, tell me what you know. Um, I had the privilege of running a residential therapeutic home specifically for sex trafficking survivors. And we worked with them in so many different areas because the trauma that they were exposed to affected them in every single way possible. And one woman comes to mind, she was um, with two traffickers and one of his other women uh, defied him. And so, and she kept some of the quota. And so he shot her right in front of the woman that we were working with. And she said to me, Miss Kim, why would I ever leave? How could I run? How could I get away? I watched them kill her. They're going to do the same thing to me. And so many of the women that we worked with, they were, they met their trafficker on social media, on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, on dating apps. And it wasn't that they were taken. They began to build a relationship with this trafficker. And just like you said earlier, it became that boyfriend experience. And they're so patient. The traffickers are so patient because they know how much money that 13-year-old, that 14-year-old is going to bring in. So it's okay if he has to be patient for a month or for two months because he knows she's going to become his property and he's going to make a fortune off of her. It's so insidious and it's hard to believe that our government has not been able to crack down on it. This is what I'm learning the researchers have found that the average age of sex trafficking victims are young teens, very young teens, as in 13, 14, 15. Each child purchased an average of 5.4 times a day. Victims interviewed forced to have sex with more than 30 men in a week, more than 100 in a month. Adults purchasing children for sex at least 2.5 million times a year in the U.S. 
and it is growing, a 35% increase in reports. How can it stop? The exploitation of over a million children accounts for more than 20% of a $99 billion a year global sex trafficking industry. Listen. All the money she earned went to the trafficker. It's a common way to control victims. No money, no job skills, and no place to go. Kate was stuck. It's not as simple as like, oh, why didn't you just leave? And everyone's like, well, asks me that. And it's not as easy as you think. It's really not. So for 10 years, she suffered being raped multiple times every single day. She was whipped, stabbed, burned, and once shot with a BB gun. Once her trafficker's rival kidnapped her off the street, then locked her in a basement with nothing but a twin mattress and a bucket for a bathroom. He um, had his drug dealers and stuff just like rape me continuously in that particular room. You are listening to Gloria Monteforte writer and host of the documentary you just heard what happened to the girl next door it, i i feel jeff cortez the fbi special agent former that we're out here alone fighting it why can't the feds stop it yeah nancy uh, i mean it, just hearing the stories understanding what goes on having experienced firsthand some of these some of these details uh, heartbreaking is an understatement um as a husband and father as well of daughters um you know, it, it's it, vigilance. You, you know, the FBI and law enforcement are committed to the cause. But as you said, there's an evolution that's taking place in the way that we think. Uh, you know, the, these women used to be the targets of the investigation. Uh-huh. You know, They're the, not necessarily women, Jeff Cortez. Yeah, you're right. They're children. Absolutely. Under, in our law, at that age, 13, 14, 15, they're children. I think part of the problem, Jeff, and this is something for you to think about, is that otherwise ordinary men coming in from the suburbs with wives and families are many of the ones purchasing children. I, I, I don't understand that. If you found that to be true to Lori Monteforte, who created documentary, What Happened to the Girl Next Door, I'm basing that on what I have learned in an article in USA Today, Who Buys a Traffic Child for Sex? Quote, Otherwise Ordinary Men by Tim Swearens. What have you learned, Lori? There is no one type of man who buys children for sex. It might be a homeless guy who scraped together some money from begging. It might be the judge. It might be a billionaire. There's no profile here. It could be your dentist, your doctor, your neighbor, your lawyer. It would shock you. Lori Monteforti, you're right. If you can't relate to this, think of your child. Think of your grandchild, your niece your little sister, and imagine this life for them if you can bear it. Each person in their own way can make a difference. To all of you, thank you for being with us and trying to make a difference in this world. You know, I'd like to talk more, but right now I'm logging on to Wellness Now 101 at Shopify, and I'm going to get a jar of luxury skincare with natural vegan ingredients. What is that? I don't know, but I plan to get it and rub it on myself because Michelle Terry, Daryl Cohen, Jeff Cortezzi, Ashley Kelly, Kim Chekai, and Laurie Monteforte are on the same team trying to make a difference.
National Human Trafficking Hotline, 888-373-7888. If you think you know something, 888-373-7888. And for those of you who want to know more, go to CrimeOnline.com with this and all other breaking crime and justice news. Nancy Grace, Crime Stories, signing off. Goodbye, friend. <laughs>